Welcome back to episode 97 of the Hops and Bobs podcast. I am Chief Tom. Mike. And it is us together again to do one more episode. Um, yeah. This episode, we are doing the album Salt and Tar by Joey Harkham. And uh, to pair that, we have the Surfside Iced Tea and Vodkas made from uh, Stateside Vodka is like the parent company. Yes. And they, they made these uh, these iced tea and vodka little pre-mixed drinks. Yes. They have vodka sodas and they have, uh, let's see, and then they have the Stateside Vodka Tea, which is called Surfside. Um, apparently they have distillery stores in Pennsylvania, New Hampshire, and DC. All right. Well, if you're in those three areas, make sure to stop by and grab some because they have been kind of the drinks of the summer. Oh, these are fantastic. Yeah. Mike has definitely been on a uh, stateside uh, like vodka soda kick during yes. the summer. Well, and they definitely, know, they've definitely been, uh, been, been worth it. Yeah, uh, they're low calorie and, you know, got to watch, <laughs> got to watch what's going on here. And then uh, summer bod so easy to drink very true you know which can be dangerous but at the same <laughs> time that you know so cheers cheers oh yeah very easy it's only four and a half percent alcohol four and a half percent 100 calories even less than the one we did before and, and, yeah and, and the thing with this is like you got your twisted teas i am i am a bit of a twee head so but the sugar gets me after a while because they're, mm-hmm. they're a lot sweeter. These are, in my opinion, it, it literally tastes like you're drinking a very light iced tea. And yeah. you, you can't even really taste the vodka. It's almost like a green tea almost. I mean, obviously you've got those iced tea kind of vibes as well, but the, the tea, I don't want to say plays like center focus, but like they, they play well together. Like one doesn't outshine yeah. the other. Well, I mean, we all know that vodka is not the best flavor by itself. <laughs> no. Vodka is, is a rough one. It's a little, little, yeah. little, rubbing, little rubbing alcohol vibe. Um, it's, it's somewhere between antiseptic and poison. <laughs> but you don't get a lot of that vodka. You just get the tea. And it's a very good flavor. Because like even tea, like iced tea, if it's not done right, iced tea can have, a, have some weird taste to it. Mm-hmm um you know so and then i like how they do stateside for everything but because the iced tea and vodka is more of a summer blend they go with the surf side yes yep i saw that i like i like the like the 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 retro kind of like colors too i love the coloring um this can just screams let's drink all summer Mm mm-hmm so on their website, they have a little description of Surfside. Okay. Um, don't get it twisted. There are a lot of other iced teas out there. <laughs> I see what they did there. Most of them are loaded with sugar and made with malt liquor. <laughs> uh, Surfside iced tea is proudly made with stateside vodka, has 100 calories per can, and is non-carbonated because iced tea shouldn't have bubbles, sunshine in a can. There, I like it. That's kind of their their tagline. That was its own paragraph. Right. It just said sunshine but, uh, in a can. But and that's the that's the major thing with these two is like you get your seltzers, like your white claws, and those are malt based. So they are essentially a beer. Um, and mm-hmm. these are vodka based, so they're not a malt liquor. Um, 
same thing. I think, I believe Twisted Tea is a malt-based product so that you're getting the alcohol from that. You're not getting it from a vodka or something else. Mm -hmm. so that's and yeah. yeah, I don't know how much you paid for these, but it says on their website, they're only $9.99 for a four pack, which is- They are, it's 10 bucks for a four pack. I mean, it's not, okay. yeah, it's not expensive. I mean, they are the slim cans kind of in that seltzer can. Yeah, they're 12 ounces. I mean, they're like everything else, but I just wish I didn't have to. But I mean, then again, the state side's coming in eight pack and they're $18.99. So it's all the same. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's different than like an IPA where you'll get a four pack for like $22. And it's like, what's the fuck? Where did that come from? Yeah, so. so I can appreciate that. I can, I can. I just wish you could buy them in a larger quantity. And get a little bit less like yeah. I, like i wish you could buy them in a 12 pack for 15 bucks you know what i mean well if if state size listening right now you step your shit up help us out here help a brother out <laughs> help a brother out. <laughs> um so where are they out of pennsylvania like, okay they are they're pennsylvania based really pennsylvania is the main produced for stateside vodka philadelphia pennsylvania oh they're philly okay. um, my buddy Doug works in the liquor business and uh he's turned me on to these because uh he started his company started selling them so he he got some through his salesman um his representative and he, he brought them and he was like he brought them to me and he goes you drink this and i promise you this is all we're going to drink all summer and mm -hmm. i was like it's gonna be that good and wow you know, it's just it's not just these it's all their other products too well yeah so you got the state side which we'll do on an episode eventually we'll yeah do a, definitely you got to do it just a mixed pack and we'll just do it like a ranking um they have orange black cherry pineapple and cucumber mint i love the cucumber and, mint i was gonna say that was the one that he's always like everyone's always like this is gonna be different but it almost has a mojito vibe to it it's just pretty much yeah it grows on you yeah uh, yeah, definitely a big fan, you know, even for the uh, Guilty Pleasures episode, I brought the Twisted Teas because, you know, every once in a while, you got to you gotta drink a little a little twee mix in there. Yep. Um, but the, this definitely gives it a run for its money. This is a bit more authentic. Yes. So it's not really as much of a guilty pleasure. Um, yep. But yeah, the, 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 the blend, I think, kind of takes over everything, you know, the, the way they, they mix the two together. Yeah, um, they do. Really, they really shines. Yeah. For sure. And I think a part of it too is that they're using their own vodka that they make. Yeah. You know, so it's like they said, it's not a malt and it's not, yeah. you know, it's stealing some other guy's assets. This is homegrown yeah. stateside vodka with whatever kind of tea, iced tea they, they chose to yeah. make. Yeah. It's great. I love it. Yeah, I love it. I'm glad we made this choice to go with it for today. Sure. Now, Mike. Yes. Tell me a little bit about Mr. Joey Harkum. So again, um, I, I mentioned it a little bit in the end of the previous episode, but I was just listening to a random kind of, uh, whether it was a station or just a playlist or, or a band on, on shuffle. And, and Amazon does this nice thing where when you're done with whatever you picked, they just automatically go into similar music. Um, and this is kind of where I find a lot of bands I've never heard of. Like I'll hear a song. Hey, I like that. I will look at my phone. I'll see who it was. And then I'll start picking away at their discography. So the third track on this album, Sick and Tired, popped up on some playlist while I was sitting by the fire. 
and it caught my attention. I like the lyrics. I like the guitar playing. I like the vocals. Uh, I also had the like, hey, this would be a cool song for me to learn just because I like it. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I went and looked and then I found out that this was off of the new album Salt and Tar that came out in April. So I was like, oh, it's a new album, even better. So I played the album top to bottom almost that instantly after hearing that. And uh, I don't know, just really got into it. I, and again, it's not a song that I'm going to be out on the golf course playing and listening to or, or you know, having a good time with people and drinking and partying. It, it's a campfire. It's a, a, you know, put it on in the morning, later in the evening. It's, it's got a chill vibe to it. Um, but it's not classic reggae. It's not that, you know, and beat on the guitar and doesn't kind of have that that vibe with the vocals either it's a little more of just like acoustic yeah um and i don't mean this to be rude at all but sometimes no. with your your choice of music i get a little reggae out no there, I get there gets there gets a point where you, I, I i can reach that limit and i'm like all right i get it it's I, I so this was a, a good change of pace it was something that's not really in one genre specifically no. it's basically just a guy and a guitar i mean you can say it's country you can say it's kind of reggae even almost maybe just indie or yeah acoustic rock whatever you want to call it it's really just baseline guy and guitar there's a couple elements of like a second guitar maybe like mm. a clean electric picked yep. solo here and there um even in the the first song, there's like very light percussion. I listened to it on my soundbar that I got okay. pretty recently, and you could you could hear it a little bit more in there. Um, but yeah, similar to the album we just did, it's pretty standard. Like there are some elements to it that do stand mm -hmm. out, but this one I think even more than um, our last album we did is very very straightforward. So yeah. it's either you like it or you don't, and you know I think it's it's very chill. Like you were oh, yeah. saying, it's not something you're going to do too much to. This is something you oh. kind of kick back, play on a fire or. Yeah. Um, and it, it's simple enough, like you said, that you can learn it and play along to it. Yep. So I like those kind of aspects. Yeah. Um, so the title track is the opener. Salt and Tar. You can hear a couple of different guitars going on. Um, he's, I like his voice. Yes, that was well, I mean, that's the thing is that there it's so simplistic. There's not a lot of elements at play. Yeah. You kind of have to have a good voice if this is the kind of album you're putting out. Mm -hmm. Oh, like, oh yep, no, uh, okay. I was gonna yeah. say I was gonna say his voice and, and, and I really like his lyrics too. And mm -hmm. you really kind of start listening to him. Um, you know, like this one, the day that you were born, I realized that we're more than life to this. And then it goes, you know, and again, it comes in, like you said, a little guitar solo, got some tambourine going on in there. Mm -hmm. Just enough to not, like, just enough to spice it up. Yeah, that's that's one of my, my major critiques is of the album is that sometimes it does get very repetitive. It does get a little same-ish, yep. but... You get that it's, it's good though you know it's it's very chill um i actually went to his band camp because we were looking before he doesn't have a wikipedia or a huge social media presence no um but he is from pasadena maryland okay um and this little bio in his band camp um it says 
For his entire life, Joey Harcum has been strumming a guitar, and after a decade of touring as the lead singer and songwriter of Baltimore-based band Pasadena, has struck out on his own. Known for his deep and poignant lyrics, telling stories of joy, love, loss, and sadness, Joey brings the human experience to life through his relentless tour schedule. So, I guess he's touring a lot. Well, that actually makes a little more sense now because, like I said, you know how when you find somebody it's like that whole idea of like you see a blue car and now all of a sudden all you see is blue cars mm-hmm. because that's where your focus is so i listened to this album i listened to one of his other albums um you know that night that i found him and i was like really like this guy so for the next couple of days i listened to it on and off and certain songs on and off and uh all of a sudden on a, a bump and uglies page i follow on facebook they're putting out a song in august with him He's featured yeah. on it. And I was like, oh, that's so random that I just learned of this guy. But what you just mentioned, Bump and Uglies, they're from Annapolis, Maryland. So oh, okay. I'm sure there's room. some connection through the local, you know, music scene in Maryland that these guys came across each mm-hmm. other. Yeah, just doing a little bit of research. Um, his other band, Pasadena, has been putting out music since 2008. Okay. Um, I haven't really listened to it. He has a, he does have a song called Sick and Tired, which is one of their more popular songs, which is which kind of interesting. Must be on this album. Maybe he's solo. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. No, that's true. Maybe yeah, it's like off. a different version of it. It's what two and a half minutes. And the one on here is just about two and a half minutes. So that's probably okay. it. All right. Interesting. So it's it's actually a cover of one of his older works, which is kind of interesting. Unless it's just the same name and I, I happen to just find it like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I mean, I feel bad because as a reviewer, you really want to get into the nitty gritty of things, but there's yeah. not really a lot for me to comment on. Like, no, I mean, a guy that, I, just with himself and vocals yeah. and a guitar and sometimes one or two other elements to it. Yeah. So really all you can pay attention to is his voice, songwriting, storytelling, yeah, guitar performance, I guess. Yeah. So those are all pretty standard. His yeah. voice is pretty good. I, I enjoy it. It's not something that's upper echelon, but um, for what it's trying to do, just like the last uh, last album, yeah. it fits the vibe that yeah. it's trying to go for. Um, you know, I did like the opener, Salt and Tar. Um, I thought it had a good pace for, you know, obviously being a low-key album. Um, I thought it opened well. Not often, you know, we've talked about the kind of letdowns we've had in the past with the uh, uh, title tracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this one kind of lived up to you know, what they was trying to do, how it was trying to open the album. Um, I liked the whole concept of the day that you were born, you know, uh, you know, I, I knew that there was more to life than this. So obviously, whether it's his child or, or whoever, you know, he's telling that story. And you get that from all his lyrics. They're telling some sort of story. Um, and coming in, I mean, obviously, Salt and Tar was probably one of the more I guess you could say energetic songs having the little bit of soloing and percussion in it that some of the other ones didn't quite have. Yeah. I I thought it was a decent way to open this album, especially with this type of album. I can't find where the lyrics are in here for some reason. Are they on um, like Amazon or something? Or Um, let me see if I are you just listening to them? I'm just listening right now. Um, Yeah, it doesn't, I can't view the lyrics yeah. x-ray well there's some on his website but they're not like him 
Okay. There they are, but they're not um, this album. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I found a, another website that says, yes, Sick and Tired is is a, a cover of the 2008 song. Oh, okay. The Pasadena Band is actually what they were called. Ooh. Anyway. Um, Beverly was the next track, though. Yeah. Um, I actually really like this track. It's it changes up tempo wise a little bit, a little three four time, a little bit bouncier, a little bit peppier. I like that that vocal inflection where it's out loud in the chorus. Yeah. Where'd you go to, darling? It's a it's little bit like folky. almost like got an Irish twinge to it. It's folky, a little folkier. Yes, that's kind of what I'm getting out of this with the bouncy guitar and the vocals. Yeah. And clearly he's talking about somebody who's no longer around. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, I can hear that, what you're saying, that Irish feel. I, I'm, my assumption would be a, a mother, a grandmother, somebody like that, that he's, say like I, the debts I can't repay you of the love and the strength that you gave. So it's got to be a, a mother figure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I... Um... And I, I did this with with Joe's last album too. I have a playlist that I, I curate called Your Name Here. And basically the idea of it is if it's a, a track that I enjoy that has someone's name as the title, I put it in there. So I, I added this one to it. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I really I I it's it's weird because this this track is similar to the rest of the album in the same aspects that we've been saying, but it was enough to to push it over the edge for me it's yeah. that that kind of upper echelon singing that he kind of gets into that those kind of that kind of tenor range mm-hmm. um has a lot of good like note placements as well yep. and just that little switch of the the tempo change was just enough for me to to really get me grooving with this album so I yeah it. no i really like that song um and it's short it's literally i mean they are all relatively short but it was like two minutes and like what 15 seconds yeah <laughs> so it comes it goes but it sticks with you yeah no i definitely I, agree. I think if a song like that hung on too long it wouldn't you you'd get overdone yeah for sure or it did its job um and then you move on to sick and tired which this was the song that actually got me hooked on this so it, i'm mm. interested now to hear the original version because I'm going to listen to that right now. I love this version. Um, I love that it opens with the the little plucking. And the plucking is actually a different tempo than the song itself. Mm -hmm. It's quicker. Oh. You hear how it slows down then? I love that. And I love that the lyrics and the vocals aren't on like the melody you'd expect them to be. Mm-hmm. Being sick and tired. There's a lot of like jam together lyrics or lyrics that overhang or like gaps in the lyrics, the vocals. Yeah, I'm, I'm just listening to the other version of Sick and Tired. It's basically the same thing, just okay. shittily recorded. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sounds like it's really compressed. Gotcha. Um. But yeah, no, it's, 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 I mean, it's similar to the other stuff that he put out. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what to say. Yeah. I, no, I don't I really like the, the, the lyrics. I think the, I like 
I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired, I think is a little yeah. cliche. And then like the line, oh, with friends like these who needs enemies, I thought that was yeah. also a little cliche, but I mean, it's still a decent song. Same kind of vibes you're going for for the entire album. Like there's I nothing will really. I will say taking the lyrics out and just with the, the vocals of that part with the with friends like these who needs enemies oh brother please will you humor me like where he does the will you humor me yeah he mm-hmm. gets like super that's like some of that grit i was looking for on the last album you know what i mean just like one spot where he just kind of like hit it a little bit and put a little more emotion into it so yeah, I, yeah. I, love, I love that portion of the of the vocals i mean yeah and that's the thing that fluctuates the most uh-huh. and you kind of need to show a little bit more yeah. you know emotion or grit or whatever you want to call it um yeah no i understand this actually is his most streamed song off this album it has twenty six thousand okay. streams all right so i also can see like i can envision what his show would be like going to see like a chill acoustic show for him like i feel like he would do a good job it'd be a, an interesting show to go see that would be interesting yeah i wonder how that uh, would go I mean, he is on tour right now. I looked. Closest is going to Pennsylvania. Yeah, then he's going to uh, the UK. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> For a little bit. He'll be back. Hopefully. So I, I really did like that song, though. Um, then you got Respect. Comes in with a little bit more of like a guitar intro. I love that finger picked like... Yeah. yeah. That was something that kind of spiced it up a bit. Yep. And there's a little second guitar in there. Yes, this all right. This track, I don't know if you picked this up, but when I was walking, I kind of have a, like a little bit of a revelation. I was like, "Huh, this this track kind of sounds a little bit like John Mayer." Yes, and that's interesting because I don't. You're not like the the biggest uh, John Mayer fan, so I was wondering how you would take that comparison. Yeah, well, <laughs> I know you like his live album that we did. The I try. like his live stuff. I like his more blues based stuff. I don't like his pop stuff. Like when, when he does acoustic stuff, he just, he kills it. Mm-hmm. I like his voice. I like it. I think he's a phenomenal guitarist. I just hate when he plays running around the halls of my high school and crap like that. Like that. Did you know? Like, <laughs> like you put out that, that eighties album. Like that we did on the show. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I just, that's, he just needs to play the music he knows how to play. <laughs> did you know the halls of the high school was Joe Sod's high school? Oh my god (laughs) who would have thought um yeah respect um i like that second very very clean i don't i I don't think it's another another acoustic electric no that yeah electric soloing kind of very clean electric yeah um that was enough of a, a a secondary element that that kept me going for that one yeah here but here's the thing with this album and i think that its shortness really, really helps it out mm-hmm. because if this album went on for 40 minutes, absolutely not. I would not be nearly as focused. Mm-hmm. It would just strictly be background music. Yes. And it's already getting to that point at track four or five or whatever it is. Yeah. And, you know, I think a lot of, and I, I and again, I don't mean to be rude or whatever, but I think a lot of the this kind of music's vibe is that it's background music or yeah. you're doing something like the focus of this album isn't necessarily on the music, I guess. Like 
it's it, it's it's so like skeletal to the point where there's not a lot that's immediately like drawing you in like yeah. it's just meant to be pretty chill which yep. i mean it plays it's, it's cards pretty well but when you're doing a a, a deep analytical look oh, I, yeah, I think it's course. a little bit tougher to do it from this kind of perspective no and i gotta say i think respect if it wasn't for the little guitar soloing that song is probably the most repetitive on the album in my opinion bit. yeah uh, there it's hard to even you don't hear the story as well in the vocal the lyrics the vocals are very kind of straightforward repetitive the guitar playing is very repetitive mm-hmm. it's not as catchy a little bit yeah in my opinion that's probably the least catchy song on the album mm-hmm. you know because now we go over to like loving arms and even like the chorus and stuff sticks out a little more mm-hmm. you know where he's going in your loving arms my dear you know there's a little change up there it's a little different he hits a little higher register so you're like you perk up for a second so yeah a, I, I like this one it's, it's a, a lot shorter here only two minutes and six seconds which i think is yeah. the shortest on the album yeah um this one's very cute you know it's like when i'm having a bad day i'm gonna run to your loving arms and you'll, mm-hmm. you'll make me feel better um so it's another one of his storytelling aspects yeah. i guess so um i like his singing when he gets a little bit higher in that upper echelon i think is where he shines the most for me yeah um and i mean that's the thing with i mean i said it before you know it's pretty skeletal so to kind of have those moments vocal yeah yeah to to, to be a little bit more bright on the vocal side of things i think could definitely be a plus and i think this track shines the most for me in that aspect. Yeah, and you have that kind of downstepping on the guitar and then it pops back up. So it changed a little bit. You know, but I, I did. I, I thought that song picked it back up. Yeah, and it's it's already done. <laughs> and then you go into Respect or Regrets, which has yeah. a little bit more, it has a little darker sound to it. Yeah, there's something back there. I don't know if it's like a like a cello or something, but it's like yeah. It's got almost more of that minor key feel, you know. Yes. This kind of sounds like a smooth series song. It's got that bouncy. Yeah. Got that little bouncy, and then the pauses. I could see you performing this. Yeah, a little quicker with the lyrics. Got a little more of like a hip hop aspect to them. And it's the first time we've uh, we've passed the three minute mark in a song. Okay, it's three minutes flat. So, all right, yep, yeah. Th- this, if anything, would be one that's a little bit more in what I guess you could consider the reggae aspect. It like, is, yeah. That like modern that. reggae of the bumping uglies, the tropodelics, the movement where they've got kind of like that bouncy hip hop aspect. That mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, when he started to get singing, I thought the guitar is pretty repetitive. Like, boom, da, ba, dum, boom, yeah. da, ba, dum. It was better Got when it was a little bouncier. Exactly, yeah. I think so. You know, especially in the opener. So it was a little, little one note for me, but I like his uh his his lyrics, I think were were pretty pretty good. This almost has like an Sheeran feel to it. I could see that, yeah. 
for sure. A little, little Gaelic. Yeah. But just with that, like, kind of quick hip hop ish lyrics with the acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I, this one was, this one's a little tough for me. Got a little repetitive. And already you're at the second half of the album where yeah. you've kind of got this album pinned down. You kind of know what's going to happen. And so say, when it, yeah. there's a bit of a change up with this one, but it's not necessarily like one of the better songs. Mm-hmm. And it actually just says, <laughs> I don't know if you had caught that line. Where it says all these songs are starting to sound the same. <laughs> yeah, we yeah can't teach an old dog new tricks. Yeah, I, that was <laughs> I was funny. like, that's pretty. That's pretty well timed. <laughs> oh, that was yeah, good. Just that that one repeating, which it really got to me. So, um, the muse is the next track. I like this song. It's about uh, his wife, I believe. I mean, those those opening lyrics of um, you know he him like oh he's got the old guitar and the he walked the his wife walks in and she's brushing her hair and her underwear and he's like thank God I got these two things yeah. this one this one was the most country for me because I think it has yeah. the same songwriting aspects that you see in a lot of country songs like oh yeah. I got I got my music and I got my woman those are the two things that I need yeah. it's it is a good song though. It, yeah, it, it, and, and he changes the vocals up a little bit too. Yes, this one is kind of similar to Beverly. Yeah, kind of, I think it's like I think it's three, three, four. A, a bit more of a, a vocal inflection on this one too. Yeah, I like the chorus though. Thinking's the last thing that you ought to do. And then I like it's got the it's got some strings in the background. Yep, yep, yep. Just got to that part, that little cello or whatever it is. And you're right, it's in three, four. And but yeah, like that's that that little change yep. adds so much to the song. Like it's 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 something that you you really take for granted that you don't really notice in a lot of songs. But when you gets this skeletal, you definitely notice it. You and, start picking, you know, and that's yeah, yep. yeah. You st- oh shit, I started thinking. I should probably stop. Picking, picking. Oh, <laughs> although All I should right. stop thinking because Joey sure. said to so. <laughs> yeah i like i like this song i thought this was a good one um and like you said it's got enough of a change up that it starts to feel a little something different going on there yeah the whiskey in this dirty old bar thinking's the last thing that you want to do oh who does this remind me of this reminds me of like some mid-2000s like like soft rock like <laughs> like um who did fucking chasing cars oh god um is that goo goo dolls or, or someone or, like that it reminds me of that that's that flowers. style maybe the wallflowers oh let me look snow patrol snow patrol <laughs> it reminds me of them yes but in a good way not in no, a in, in a shitty snow patrol kind of way <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to Snow Patrol. Then you end with Long Way Home. I like Long Way Home. This one, I think he showed the most like grittiness. This one sounds like it's kind of a dirtier track. Yep. I like when he says, body in a pile. (laughs) I was like, finally, yeah, something that's not, you know, the same thing. So 
Um, I like the I like the guitar. Yeah, a little bit sonically gets a you know, you've got those like, well, mm-hmm. palm muted I guess is the the word. Yeah, almost. And yeah, lifts it for the those those notes. That... And they're all on the ups. Yep. You know, so you get that little reggae feel <laughs> for that. But it's just I like that he's not just upbeat guitar the whole time yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that would make it very very stale but um you have to see exact same part that i am you're a little bit ahead of me though never mind (laughs) yeah this one he opens it like he like cuts out and then he goes back to the little palm mute again there's just a little bit more depth to it a little bit quieter, yeah, yeah. A little more dynamic. Yeah, those those dynamics, those energy shifts, they're very important, especially in a, an album like this. Yeah, I thought I thought it was a good closer. Yeah. Uh, just change it up enough so where it doesn't sound like it could, you know, mm-hmm. you keep. What's the, the the saying I'm looking for? If you put this album on shuffle, though, would you get the same experience? Another kind of like track listing thing where I guess the long way home is like, oh, he's coming back home after yeah. a long time, maybe on tour or whatever. Yeah. I guess okay. that could be the closer aspect to it, but I don't know if this necessarily lives up to the closer type. Uh, like, I got you. Vibe, I just you know? don't know. I don't know what other song would. Exactly. Yeah. But you've I, thought, got, I thought it was a good song, though. You've got like the baby. And then you've got someone who passed away. And then you've got almost like kind of realizing who your friends are and kind of what's going on in your life. Yeah, reevaluating. So to then start going back to like your loving arms and your wife and then ending with like coming home from wherever you were. So almost like reminiscing, like missing home and then coming back. Okay. So, I mean, I can kind of see the storytelling throughout. Yeah, lyrically. It makes sense, but like sonically, I guess I is what, what I meant. Saying. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I have a hard time because I've only ever listened to it in order. Mm-hmm. You know, besides "Sick and Tired" being the first song I heard, I listened to it in order. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's hard to say if they weren't like I'd recognize probably if they weren't on shuffle. If they're on shuffle, but I agree with you that mm-hmm. there's no like you're not hearing one song into the other. Like when you have that album that you listen to yep. through and through and you know every note of that album, you hear the next song starting before the last one ends. Sure, and I yeah. don't know if you're going to quite get that here. Mm-hmm. I understand that, yeah. So I get that. Uh, but yeah, that's the last track on this pretty short album. Uh, yeah. 21 minutes and two seconds, exactly. I've got 20 minutes and 58 seconds. Oh, Ooh, I don't know where that extra three seconds came in on Spotify's end. But. Oh, yeah, you got three extra seconds on there. There you go. <laughs> uh, let's get into some tracks then. Um, I will let you start it off because it was your choice. So Okay, so we're going with our favorite Numero Uno. Uh, so I'm going to go with Sick and Tired. Um, only, and I, and I think, I mean, I am a little bit, what's the word I want to use uh, biased on that because that was the first song I heard ever from him, mm-hmm. which made me listen to him. 
um, and it caught my attention because of just I, I the lyrically, vocally, I liked the vocals. Thought it was a, I liked the way the, um, the chord progression of it. It was something that I went on, went on and learned how to play just because I thought I it was a good song and I liked it. Um, so being that it was the the song that kind of really stuck this for me and got me listening to this, um, mm-hmm. that's definitely going to be my number one. Okay. Um, I went with Beverly as my number one. Um, just a bit of a change of pace, really um, uh, shook it up just a little bit. Yep. And um, now that I listen to it again, because I've listened to this album probably about six, seven times just to kind of get a good feel for it. Um, now that I listen to it, it kind of sounds like like Landslide by Fleetwood Mac almost. Got, the, got those same kind of okay. sounds to it a little bit. Yep. Um, you know, uh kind of sad in its in, in presentation but um you know an over overwhelmingly loving sentiments yeah. of, a, of a missing loved one or whoever it is um and yeah just that three three four time really shook it up there there's and i i think this has been said on other episodes but i think the difference between the best and the worst is smaller than it will be on other albums just because yeah it's so you know skeletal and there's not too much of a difference between track to track but um for some reason that one just stuck out to me yeah no i really did i liked beverly i thought it was a a good song i felt like the songs that he told more of a story were the songs that he did best yeah like they had more emotion they had more feeling they had more going on to like get you to really stick to it and listen and Mm -hmm. enjoy uh, what's your least favorite track, though? I think I got to go dead center. I got to go respect. Okay. And it's not because I don't like the song necessarily, but if it wasn't for those little guitar licks of those solos, I think it's just a very forgettable song. It's very mm. repetitive. There's no real vocal inflection. There's nothing standout about the lyrics. You know, in a lot of these songs, you had a chorus hook that had a really deep meaning to it. Like, even when you go with it, like, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Like, okay, that was an interesting little hook, a play on the words, you know, um, like Beverly, you know, very clear it was about somebody very important passed away. Salt and Tar, very clear that it was about having a child and, and knowing the difference in, you know, life now. I just felt like respect to me just was kind of monotonous and being dead center in the album, it just kind of got lost. Mm-hmm. Um, I went with regrets right after that. Um, for similar reasons, just that same, like, except for that beginning where it had that little flare of mm-hmm. finger picked guitar or yeah. whatever it was. Like, you're like, oh, that's something different. That's pretty interesting. And then it's boom, dip, boom, boom, dip, boom. And then I, I get that he's trying to do like a storytelling track and. Yeah try to reflect on his past and everything but when the sound of this album is kind of at the forefront just because there's not really much else to listen yeah. to um it just didn't really live up to the, the the standard that i think was set before it so um i i completely understand and respect <laughs> the um his choice of uh you know, whatever he's trying to say on, on that song, but um, just very monotonous for me. Like I said, that song to me was like 
I hate to say a direct ripoff, but a direct Ed Sheeran ripoff. Like that to me was just bit, yeah. with the guitar, the shuffle. The but even with Ed Sheeran, you'd probably have a bit more of a production flair. You, know? you would. You would. Yeah. Um, Sleepy Dark Horse, though. What do you got for that? All right. Um, Were there any singles for this? I don't really. Well, there's no Wikipedia page. I can't really. I, hold on. I can, I can see on Spotify like singles and, and albums. So let me see. Um, Sick and tired. See all. Oh, no, I'm still in Pasadena. Hold on. Let me go back here. Um, Sick and tired was a single, okay. and Salt and Tar was a single. Okay. That's it. Uh, oh, sense. and the, the, the Muse was released in 2021. As a single? Okay. Yes. Oh, well, yeah, I can actually look it all. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Here's his bump and ugly song called Mechanics and Barstools. Is it with him? Bump and Uglies and Joey Harkham. Yeah. Released or, or being released? It's already out. Well, that was last year. They put out a song. Together. Okay. So they must have another one coming out this year. I think so. Yeah. Cool. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, no Sick and Tired, no Salt and Tar, and no Muse. Yeah. Um, I guess you, which, you still can say it. because So, that, well, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm kind of stepping you. all over your choice. But an no, no, album no. with not a lot of, like, yeah. <laughs> not no, a lot of No, I was uh, actually like, going to go with Long Way Home. Um, okay. I thought Long Way Home was a great way to end it. Um, pick the tempo up a little bit, but still kind of telling that story of, like, if this is a top to bottom, him kind of, having a kid and, and, the, and everything and maybe leaving for tour and everything else. And then coming back, like it kind of really wrapped up. I like the palm and I like the shuffling. I like the pauses that it had in it. Um, his vocal inflection, he changed up a little bit. I thought that long way home was just for the last song on the album was a very good song. So you kind of like waited for it and, and you got it. Um, so, yeah. I would actually agree. That is also my sleeper. Um for everything you said, and also I think that just very slight different vocal inflection that he he uh, incorporates into this, I think was just enough to be like, oh, it's a little different. So yeah, um, yeah, I'd say Long Way Home is Matt Schlepper. Nice. Um, but let's get into the rating of the album. Mike, it is your album of choice. You can start with the ratings. So we got eight songs. So Good. short album, 20 minutes, you know. Um I got to give it a seven and a half. Um, okay. You know, I, for what it is, I really, really like it. Um, I wish it had a little bit more diversity, a little I bit definitely more, agree. you know, kind of have a straight up reggae song if you're a reggae guy. Have, you know what I mean? Like um, maybe throw a little more percussion in there because with a couple of, the opening track had two guitars and a little bit of tambourine and Throw a little percussion in there, a little bit of a, a of a djembe or a bongos or something, cahoon, just to you know spice it up a little bit. Um, I do like the idea that it's acoustic and that it's low key and that it's very chill. Um, but it could have used maybe just a little bit more um, flair, I guess, as you said before. Um, and yeah, I mean that's kind of my biggest thing. Other than that, I really like his voice. I think he's a very, very clean guitar player, which goes really well with his voice. Um, and I think he's a really good storyteller in his lyrics. Um, so, so that's, and then I also, I'm not going to rate it super high because it is a vibe out. You, you, I'm, I'm not going to be out there, you know, freaking 
splitting wood in my yard or mowing the lawn listening to this album you know what i mean working out and listening to this album it's just no, not gonna yeah. happen um but sitting by a campfire going for a chill boat ride like just waking up in the morning and making breakfast and needing something that's low-key on there like this is gonna be a new go-to for me it has been for like the last couple couple of days or week or so of just listening to like hey i really like the feel of this album i like what he's doing so Okay. Um, yeah, you pretty much said everything I was going to say. Yeah. So um, I would give this probably about a six or so okay. um, for a couple reasons. Um, first one is that it's very short, 20 minutes or whatever it is. Um, and it's pretty, pretty one note for the entire thing. There are very, very slight differences in some of the, you know, inflections or very, very different or very different. Uh, small differences in like another guitar or slightly or maybe like the the cello or whatever whatever it is back there and i can't speak on his whole discography because this is the only kind of taste i've had of his and maybe he does lean more into the reggae or the folk or the acoustic or whatever element that he should have incorporated more of into this yeah so maybe this was the kind of stray away album that is just him guitar vocals and you know whatever kind of very slight differences i mean i i can't say just because i haven't listened to everything but maybe on some of his other stuff he has incorporated those other kinds of elements into it and you know maybe down the road we we cover another one of his things because it seems like he's been around for quite a bit of time with his other band and you know with his solo stuff he's been putting out stuff since 2011 so you know so 11 he, years ago so he has another album that came out last year called storyboard um and right on the cover itself is him with acoustic a second guitarist on electric a full drum kit and then a guy playing stand-up bass and yep. and if you just quickly throw on the first song first 20 seconds you're gonna hear the entire difference in the type of music that he made so this is definitely a different album yes right and maybe you know yeah i am i've just turned it on now so nothing compared to what we just listened to Mm. you know oh wow yeah i just got to the the full band and it's good i've listened to that album as well and i thought it was really good i've just the reason I went with the other one is not only is it new, it was the first one I heard and I kind of wanted to go with the run of the, the, the first full album I listened to. Then mm-hmm. I went back and I listened to this album after the fact. And I really did like it. Um, but it's like two completely different. Mm-hmm. This one, I know we say it a lot. This one's almost a little Rosenstock-ish. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. I'm going to have to listen to this later. Yeah, um, but this Maybe that'll be one we do you know, in the future. Um, but strictly talking about salt and tar, um, like we were saying before, it's good in its own setting, like where yeah. you're going to listen to it. I mean, again, I, I walked for probably about an hour and a half today. I threw this on a handful of times and it was, it was pretty nice. It was nice with the, 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 the breeze coming in, seeing some kind of trees or some kind of wilderness exploration. It was, it was, it was pretty pleasant, but um, not a lot of staying power for me. So I'd probably give it about a six. Okay. And um, speaking of rating things, how about we rate this beautiful Surfside iced tea vodka? Mike, 
Give me a number. This is tough, man. Are you going to do it? I think I got to go 10 with this. Are you actually going to do it? Wow. So, because big. I don't do it often on the drinks because there's always a little something that I'm like, ah, they could have done, could have done, but I don't know what else you could do with this. Mm-hmm. It's iced tea, very low on the sugar end. So you're not mm-hmm. getting the, the like hangover or that extra bite that you're getting with like the twisted tea. It's got the vodka mix in, which I personally think that's smoother than the malt liquor version, you know, plus it's not carbonated. Mm-hmm. Um, it tastes just like a good iced tea and it gets you drunk. <laughs> that's always good. <laughs> and, it's, and, and on a fucking hot ass muggy day, like this heat wave we're about to have. I mean, shit. I guess the only knock I could give this is that they only come in a four pack. But that's not against the drink itself. But that has nothing to do. Exactly. That's the packaging. <laughs> I literally just have to go out and pay $30 for 12 of them, which sucks. Mm-hmm. But it's fucking delicious. I, I, I don't know what I could say bad about it. Wow. Which is why I had to go with the 10. I mean, go they ahead. They are good. What do you, what, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not the biggest iced tea guy in the world. So I think that's what's stopping me from giving it that 10 but i mean you're you're you you're right there's not a lot to complain about like this is the best iced tea and vodka mix you're that you're gonna get um i i really did like it though i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it like an eight and a half i think is is right where i'm gonna go um again like the album if it's in the right setting i don't know if i can drink iced tea like in the winter time i don't know if i i probably stop myself from doing that but like you said if you're outside working you can even bring these to the golf course like our fairway beer that we just did too um and it's it's also (laughs) here's the thing with this too which i don't think we've really talked about in the past with drinks is you can drink three of these and switch over to one or two of these and you're you're not getting a flavor mix that's going to kill you you know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. These are so this is like going into the bar and like, hey, I need a I need something refreshing. Give me an iced tea quick. Yeah. But instead you're actually still drinking. So I think it's a, it, it mixes well with other drinks. Like if you're having beers and you're mm-hmm. having like that, you know, you're not gonna switch over and have one of these and be like, oh man, that didn't sit well. Mm-hmm. Plus, I think this probably pairs with more things if you're talking like food pairings or whatever. Like I feel like this could probably go with like barbecue or, or oh, burgers yeah. or whatever, whatever summertime foods yep. that you enjoy. I feel like this definitely would slide right in with those kind of things. If you're sipping it on the side with dinner or whatever it is, I think you could definitely do that. For sure. Wow. 10 out of 10 for the, the surf yeah, sites. That's awesome. Um, let's shout them out then. If, if that's the case. I actually, after last episode, I pre-looked up both uh, uh, Instagram handles. Oh, look at um, you. Yeah, then they're both simple, uh, you know, just at Joey Harkum on Instagram for his music and just at Stateside Vodka. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. If you want to get to their actual websites, though, it is uh, joeyharkum.com. That's one. That one is pretty easy. And um, Stateside, I just had it up, uh, store.statesidevodka.com. You can probably just go to statesidevodka.com um, and find it. They actually sell like like one and three quarter liters of just stateside vodka by itself for like 40 bucks yeah so if you want to if you want to get just the vodka then you can you can do that 
Um, I think their biggest pull for me is their vodka sodas that I've been introduced to this year. I mean, it's, that's a genius move. If you're a vodka company to make good vodka sodas or vodka mixes like this iced tea one, I think it's, it's very, very clever on their end. I'm just uh, Hey, stateside. I'm waiting on you to make vodka lemonades. Yeah. Ooh. And it looks like they have uh, a 24 pack of Surfside's for $59.94. Um, do they have different flavors of it? Because it looks like they do, but I could be wrong. That I did not know. Because they're like outlined in different colors, but it looks like they're the same thing. So I could be wrong. Yeah. Anyway, statesides, they're very good. Wow. So I, I definitely recommend them. Um, they might just be four or six, four six packs because it's a 24 pack for 60 bucks, which this kind of sounds expensive but yeah it's not carbonated so you're not gonna get bubbles which i guess Mm -hmm. i don't know that's not really like a big pull against it for me um no but it does make it a smoother drink i would say so too yeah drink more of them and you can drink them a little bit cleaner yeah that like fullness that's that's true that's a good point yeah so all right, that's right, that's been episode 97. Ep- episode 98, we're going to leave as a TBD because getting close to episode 100 will, just makes me all excited. So Yeah, we're getting there. I can't wait. So thank you so much for listening to the Hops and Bops podcast. Uh, go follow us on all of our social medias, um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, I guess YouTube is a social media platform, I guess, whatever. If you have a social media that you like, Tumblr, you remember Tumblr? You remember uh, Hot or Not? Ooh, <laughs> that was like the, the, an early version of Tinder. Interesting. Um, uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, we digress. Follow our, follow our blog spot, I guess. <laughs> follow our live journal. Ooh. <laughs> you like that one? Yeah. www.creedthoughts. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a word doc. <laughs> Ryan helped me set up this website. <laughs> uh, yep, we're streaming live on uh, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Stitcher, all these other good ones. Again, if you if you have a streaming service, we're probably on it. Go follow us on all those things. Thank you guys for listening. Um, we really do appreciate it. Go listen to our back cat, uh, catalog. I got a whole bunch of good episodes back there. Whole bunch of good ones. So um, thank you for listening. And for Mike, I've been Tom. We will see you guys next time. Peace. Thank you.